Last time on the E2C Network kickoff show for the Auburn Tigers athletic year of 2018 to 2019. With that being said, let me try to get everybody introduced so you can know whose voice is who. I'll start off with the most important person in my life, which is Benjamin King. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so flattered. I'm so hurt right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Jessica Reese Loomis, my wife, my partner in crime. She is the host of Tiger Tracks covering Auburn cross country track and field. Okay, I'm everything. I am the neck of this operation of Cows the you're Head. The, you're the president. <laughs> so who's the butt of this operation then? Well, it's Chandler. All Chandler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd prefer to be uh, referred to as the right arm and right leg of the operation. <laughs> since that that worked well on me that is such an inside joke right now that if you know Chandler you know what he's mentioning so I'm not going to go any further with that but that is Chandler I mean we did have one national championship we don't have anybody here representing so I'm going to say equestrian national championship there I mean they're dependent like every year yeah it is they're very dependent equestrian podcast war horses get on it Chandler I'm I'm gonna get on that right now <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Anyway, I mean, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I would have married Cam Newton too. To, you know, just well, throw that out. There. I would have as well. Really off track here on the show tonight. I, I do want to, as I always do, give credit to a man that's no longer athletic director, but Jay Jacobs had a extremely important hand in assembling and keeping some of this crew and then in further that to our new athletic director alan green who made the decision despite some scandals that were out there despite some questions about the longevity of some of the programs made some decisions to move away from some other coaches but also keep some of those fan favorites and ones that were probably really good men to have as part of your athletic department overall and so i'm very happy with the group that we have assembled forward and now enjoy part two of the episode where ben king aj richardson clint richardson chandler fullman peter green jessica loomis and myself kyle loomis continue to take a look at the next year for auburn athletics well let's move on to uh the tiger track show with my lovely wife jessica and she has uh we've we've had another co-host be with her before whitney who who's um busy again this year so it looks like you're stuck with me again this year are you happy about that yeah i love it you know why you make me feel really smart about track and field and cross country mm. whitney because she was actually an athlete like actually me. i was an athlete no no in the running world you don't count in other sports do y'all hear this i'm just saying you're, you were a walk-on at AUM, hush. Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't Hogcat could have walked onto that team. <laughs> I don't know why I show up to these things Dang, ever. Y'all are so mean. Me either. This well. is your thing. <laughs> you kind of put this thing together. So anyway, so moving back, I am glad that we get to do the show together again this year. I'm glad to hopefully teach you something else new. Maybe you'll remember something about the relays that I taught you. Maybe baton handoffs. Maybe I can say cross country right every year. <laughs> as long as you don't call it cross crunchy again, we're good. That's probably my favorite part about doing the show with you. People may not learn anything else about cross country track and field, but they'll definitely learn that Kyle can't speak. That's that's true, and that Kyle. Yeah, I learned a lot anything. this year from uh, Tiger Tracks, and and really really enjoyed the show this season. Well, thank you. I tried to incorporate a little more 
fun facts about the sport because most of us don't know a lot about collegiate track and field, myself included. I don't know anything about the field events. So it was kind of fun researching the events and researching the pin relays and why they are so hyped. So I really enjoyed it. So real quick, I think even though this is not specifically Auburn related, but Auburn usually does really well at the pin relays. Absolutely. Tell people why they need to pay attention to that, at least that one event every year. So the pin relays is... I hate to use the same word I used before because y'all fussed at me, but it's an amalgamation of all <laughs> of all of the collegiate teams coming to the pin relays. It also has a high school team as well. So typically on the Saturday, so the event runs from Wednesday to Sunday, but the Saturday is usually their biggest day. They have 100,000 spectators watching. 100,000. So that's more than Jordan Hare holds entirely. So just think about that for a second. This is a track and field event. Um, this is actually the longest running track and field event in history. So it actually started with Ben Franklin and all all back in the day. So it's a lot of fun and it's a really good chance to kind of see who's going to be the front runners at the SEC championships, the, you know, the other school championships that we don't talk about, <laughs> and all the way to regionals and the nationals. So it's a really good starter for the championship season. Yeah, I really enjoyed learning about the historic elements behind the pin relays. And I, I do think it's interesting how it does almost set up to the beginning of championship season for conferences and for the nationals and how it kind of gets things rolling. As yeah. you see the pin relays arrive, so does the, I think, the most exciting part of the year, too. As Absolutely. Well. well, and you think about it. So Auburn goes all the way to the pin relays. Well, they're going to compete against athletes from Oregon, which is a great track and field state, and Washington and California and teams that they normally wouldn't compete against. So the competition is automatically stiffer just because there are more athletes competing. So it's a lot of fun and it's definitely my favorite um, running event of the entire year. So what are some players that you play? I call them play athletes. Okay. Athletes uh, that we should be paying attention to whether it be cross country, whether it be track or the field events. So I think we've got a lot of standouts that'll be coming back. So we've got Brenda Kaigan for hey. cross country. Um, we've even got Wesley Curls coming back. Um, we've lost a couple of, of, you know, that core group, um, like Wesley Pechtel and Coleman Churich. But we have those two coming back. Um, we'll have Akeem Bloomfield and Raheem Chambers coming back in the sprinting events and track and field. And then I actually look forward to seeing Ja'Kayla Hand as well in this um, in the long jump in the spring. If you paid attention to anything this year, and you should be paying attention to Tiger Tracks with Jessica, because if for nothing else, the entertainment value of, of husband and wife bickering over an episode. <laughs> I mean, if you weren't so dumb. Whoa! Jesus, starting already here again. Uh, Shots fired. It's the entertainment they love each value. other, people. <laughs> we actually do love each we other. Very much. <laughs> uh, if she yeah, has... Confirm. I'm I'm just impressed that she stayed with me throughout this E2C network journey here because uh, any other person would have left me by now. But <laughs> uh, the long nights I've spent and, and sometimes she's like, are you ever going to get out of that editing room? But anyway, um, I'm excited for what's going to happen this year with cross-country track and field. Um, tell me, let's see what your prediction could be here. Oh, gracious. One athlete who will break a world record this year. A real record? A real, there you go. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Well, okay. So this is tough because I thought that Akeem Bloomfield would have in this past year in the 400, as well as Raheem Chambers. I I think even though he didn't do it last year, I think I'm going to go with Akeem Bloomfield. That's exactly who I had in my mind, too. Well, look at us in sync about something. Well, you know, that's like as the season went on, I actually really was interested to see how far Akeem could go 
in terms of his sprinting events and things. I like- told you from the beginning, the 400 is my very favorite event. Four by four being the top of the top, and then the regular 400. And I finally converted you to love the 400. Well, let's not, let's not get crazy. You liked it. You made you watched it with me when I watched it three times on our DVR. Yeah, so. that was guys. If you have, you know, there's book nerds. There's like other types of nerds and then there's track nerds this girl is a track nerd and i say that with all the love in my heart possible <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be fun to watch what we can uh, pull off this season and it, again it's good to see a coach like ralph spry who's been around some time provide such stability to the program and keep it at a decent level of success if not even better level of success uh, most years absolutely all I right. have a, uh, I have a, a question. Okay. Question. Oh, questions coming in all oh, around. Uh, I think I'll, um, I'll, I will. I will. I will. I will let him ask this question first. Okay. Um. Do we know, or the do the football people know, or the track and field people know? Is Anthony Schwartz also running track? Um. That's a great question. Um, I know. That? I'm gonna tell you. Clint knows nothing about it since it involves recruiting. <laughs> Um, I have heard, I have heard some stuff, but Anthony Schwartz is a I believe it's this year he's coming in a fresh a freshman this year for the football team and he's won his high school um, I forget what event but he's supposedly one of the fastest athletes in some time to come out of his area and to answer your question Chandler I don't know we've seen other football players like Noah Ibnogany who has been running on the I know I actually said it right so proud of you I can't say cross country but I can say Ibnogany we saw (laughs) Noah do some good things this year so I wouldn't be surprised Chandler to see Anthony maybe get a little bit of time at track too I just know that two two or three weeks ago uh, Anthony Shorts finished second in the world championships for the entire world so I wasn't. That's kind of what the world championships are. Well, come on, man. Clint, I could say some very mean things. I could have said some very mean things earlier tonight on this episode, but I held. But my you mouth. were cooking. The specification <laughs> you were away was that noted. Was cooking. The but world champions in the NFL will, are not world champions. I will. I will stamp out and um, let. You, Y'all continue the show. Okay. I, was there, <laughs> he's got to go watch. Uh, what is he? Is he watch uh, Bachelor? The Bachelor. <laughs> um, That's Monday nights. Get it right. Oh, my goodness. Um, was there another question out there for track and field? Yeah. Uh, Jessica mentioned Benjamin Franklin starting this event. I'm just picturing Benjamin Franklin running around in these little. I little was, stores. too. <laughs> is this what we're talking about here? He's like chasing a turkey or something. Oh, the little, the little runny shorts. Those little nippers, like run, run, run. They're like so, the breeze, pretty much. And the high socks, of course. Oh my yes. gosh. Well, do you want to get real fun Oh no, I know where she's going with this, y'all. Just go ahead, somebody, just grab no, on. No, I gotta say it. It's too late. It's too late. Um, when this event was started, everybody ran naked. Oh, <laughs> oh, the images Sorry, are yeah. bad now. So if yeah, you go no. look, <laughs> I don't think you want to tackle anybody at that point. Ew. <laughs> well, you shouldn't tackle and <laughs> running either. But... Are they so? Are they all streakers? Well, I mean, I don't think you're a streaker if you start out naked and finish naked. I mean, <laughs> so but go look at the the medals that they hand no, out at the pin relays. No, no, no lookings. <laughs> no, I'm just saying no. it's Ben Franklin and a no, bunch of naked you. guys. Oh. No, thank no. you. No, it's just the images. Really you saw them. <laughs> oh. oh man, you know, there are times tonight. All right, we're gonna have to put an adult rating on this podcast now. I didn't say body parts. So the E2C crew talk about naked people running. Well, yeah, I really was not expecting that. Talking about butts and talking about naked people running. What what is going on here? Look, so I'm talking about 
I knew I was going to lose control of this show at some point, but I didn't think it was going to be because we, of Jessica. Well, look how far we made it, though. And it's not my fault. I see naked people at my job as a nurse every day. Thank you for prefacing what your job is. Thank you. That almost got really much weirder than it already is. I see um, naked people as a chef every day. Well, um... <laughs> I, I didn't mean to set AJ and Ben up this way. Um, I don't know how you two are going to follow uh, talking about naked people running around on a track in the, in the 1700s. Ben Franklin. Jeez. Well, hey, you know how football was started, right? Uh, l- let's not go Uh-oh. there. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, that was that was a joke. <laughs> NFL flat. Clint, I uh, think you have your quote graphic for this show. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right, before this gets any more raunchy on here, we've got to talk about what everyone loves to talk about here in the South and definitely in Auburn, and that is Auburn football. To do that, we are going to uh, bring in and talk more directly to A.J. Richardson and Ben King, uh, their thoughts on what it's going to look like for this season here. Now, Ben, I I need you to to take off your orange and blue glasses for me. Go ahead and put them down. I need to hear them set down on the table right now. And I want to hear... The thing you forgot about is orange and blue, everything that he wears. That's true. So Uh, basically you need... My blood is orange, guys. So uh... (laughs) Take take off your Virginia Tech Hokie hater glasses, too. uh... Those are glued on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Ben, tell me your thoughts about what you're going to be looking and watching for this season in Auburn football. Okay. So uh, look at a team that is absolutely stacked. The wide receiver core is probably the best we've had since 2004. You've got Ryan Davis, Iggy, because I can't say his last name, Nate Craig Myers, Eli Stove, Darius Slayton, Will Hastings, and a new little white kid, uh, Griffin King. When when you've got like wannabe kickers being just all-star wide receivers underneath this huge core... It's going to be fantastic. So who is the, the one who's the one wide receiver that you think is going to be the, the standout this year? Gosh. Uh, I guess I have to go with Ryan Davis just because of the proven record. But I think Iggy's going to have a breakout year, too. I think you got a, um, an agreement here with Jessica. She she's started shaking her fist and saying, yeah, when you said Ryan Davis. Love Ryan Davis. I mean, uh, he's just just stellar. He is, and, and he's probably consistent. Probably one of the best wide receivers, exactly. He when def- you have the most receptions, like, yeah, he, you're a go-to guy. Absolutely. But, but we're forgetting the twin of A.J. Richardson and White Lightning. I mean, <laughs> surely, A.J., that's got to be your go-to wide receiver. Oh, of course. I mean, he's the, the guy that I would most imagine myself. I mean, I've even Photoshopped <laughs> my head on top of his body because I want to be like him. He's Photoshopped uh, your head on top of his body. I don't think it, I don't think it needs Photoshop. <laughs> Just put the photos side by side. You can't tell a difference. It's very true. So, hey guys, um, I'm back. Um, question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for announcing that. Um, question. Who do you see being the most significant or most impactful member of this fre- uh, incoming freshman class? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> I'm going to end up saying either Asa Martin yes, or thank you. Booby Whitlow. Either one of those. You just like to say booby. I did. Booby. 
I, this has, has to have an explicit rating on this one. Um, yep. Now, Jessica got really excited. Tell them why when you said Asa. Asa's from my hometown and my alma mater high school, so obviously I'm picking Asa. Well, will you tell them where your alma mater is? Just... Oh, well, I mean, Austin High School, Indicator, Alabama. I assumed y'all yep. knew that since we're talking about recruiting class. Go Black Bears. <laughs> Woo-hoo! What's recruiting? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, AJ, besides wide receivers, and uh, we know that with a Gus Malzahn helm team, typically you're going to have at least an exciting offense to watch there. Do you expect the defense to be as good, if not better, or do you th- uh, think it might take a step back this year? You, you Okay, so for defense, you have to look at, do you have the head coach return, or the positions coaches returning? Most, if not all of them, are returning. You have the defensive coordinator who is returning, and Kevin still, what a find that we found hit there. And you have pretty much all of the key places uh, that you need in defense. Yes, we lost a couple of our linemen, but you got the guys that got plenty of playing time last year um, that are coming in. Uh, I don't think there's one position that I'm really worried about. I mean, last year we were in, on defense. The worst position that we were worried about was defensive backs. And you saw we really didn't have an issue there. We've got a few guys leaving yet. Um, I mean, the Carlton Davises of the world uh, that just dominate the secondary. And, yes, he might have left a little early. But you've got so many other great guys that are coming back. We'll talk about this more in the No Huddle show, so a little teaser there. But I cannot wait to see how great this defense is. I really hope, like Ben predicted last season, we're going to have some shutouts. We got really close last season, but I really think this season might be the shutouts um, that, you, that you've been waiting for for probably over a decade um, for <laughs> Auburn. Yeah, that's a, been a while. That's been a it's quite a step out there to say that we're going to finally start seeing some shutouts that we've been hoping and dreaming for. But I think if someone could pull it off, it'd definitely be Kevin Steele. Um, I know you guys are going to talk about it on your uh, show here, but Ben, just briefly, can you walk me through how you see the season playing out? Like maybe like a quarter of it at a time. Do you like undefeated to this point, or how how do you see that playing out? All right, so. Uh... In the first three games, we'll go undefeated. In the next three games, we'll go undefeated. In the next three games, undefeated. We're going to finish it out undefeated. SEC champions, go to the playoffs, go to the national championship. Uh, Jared's going to win the Heisman, and then we're going to win the national championship. Did you leave anything out there? Now that is a former. <laughs> <laughs> I think I covered all the steps. You know, Ben, there is one thing uh, that I am so glad that when we started this thing almost five years ago was having you on this show and your eternal optimism for this football team. I'm not optimistic. I'm just realistic this year. Look at it. (laughs) Look at the stars aligning. Last year, the fact that we had any success was a little fluky, but we have the the coordinators all – we have – we only lost one coordinator, and I don't remember who they are. So it didn't matter that much. And we have a special teams coordinator this year, which is our worst position grouping from last year. We have so much talent coming back. Two fantastic I mean, new running backs the, are coming. The it's assistant just, coach that you're talking about, I believe, is the offensive line coach. And what was our biggest gripe from last year? Usually it was offensive line. Besides yeah, special teams. Besides special teams. And the O-line, the talent there is... That too. The talent is there. 
We just didn't have good. Well, we moved people around way too much. Nothing can ever congealed. So as long as we can do that this year, we're fine. I think I'm th- really excited about JB Grimes coming back for the offensive line. We had great offensive lines under JB Grimes, and if we could have picked anybody to replace Herb Hand, it would be JB Grimes in my book. I think that says something about a person that has already left Auburn once, spent some time other places, and is willing to come back and, co- and be under the same coach. So a lot of times when the coaches leave, you expect there to have been some tension, some reason why they left. And maybe that, that was the case. We'll, we'll never know. We're not J.B. Grimes or Coach Malzahn. But the fact that he was willing to come back, be under Coach Malzahn again, that shows you the respect that they have, not just uh, for the program, for the school, but for each other. And that's got to make you feel real good because we saw some great success under Coach J.B. Grimes, and I'm excited to see what he's going to do um, with this talent pool that we've been assembling for the offensive line going forward. I mean, Prince Tega want to go. He's got to be, you know – itching to learn under coach jb grimes um but anyway let, let's see if i can come up with a prediction here for i gotta i gotta think of something for ben to pick that's not going to be like him just saying national championship <laughs> which is really I, hard got, to I, do. Got some, I got something for you kyle uh, all right let's see what you can come up with what is going to be the biggest drama headline for football this year Ooh, last year we had like it last year we had the coaching issues and gus wanting to take care of everything so what do we got this year? What to design the national title rings? What? <laughs> <laughs> Biggest drama. Ugh. All right. All right. I, I was hoping you would say something about him, uh, Gus Malzahn, moving to a new flavor of chewing gum, but <laughs> I guess not. You're just taking, like, you know, Dude, ones away from AJ. Gus is just cruising point. at this point. He's got a seven year contract. <laughs> Gus is going to. It's Bubba Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> All right, AJ. Can I, AJ. Can, can I say something about Gus real quick? No, it's AJ's turn. Okay. Well, Go ahead, AJ. No, hold on now. Now, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Let me come in here. I want to hear what Mr. Chandler, Mr. Bachelorette Watcher, has to say. Um, I, as some of you know, have been working in Gus and Mr. Green's office this summer, and Gus is just has been a remarkably new outgoing and optimistic person um this summer in my time of getting to know him um i i've never seen him quite as upbeat Uh, i don't know what it is whether it be the new contract the new athletic director or just a having a ton of players uh this year but i just want to know why y'all think he is he's so um his his mood has changed. I can tell you exactly why it is. It's seven years of stability. Yeah, he likes an ice cold seat. <laughs> and then it'll see, warm see, up that because that, could, that all could have waited until after AJ's prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, AJ. Uh, it, it it does have to do with that. I mean, that's probably the main thing. But you're also seeing Gus feeling comfortable changing from more hands-on offense to feeling comfortable to handing it off to a guy like Chip Lindsey running the offense. That takes a lot off his shoulders of not only being a head coach, but also running the offense. Yes, of course, he's got his hand in the offense. But you see he's getting better at his coaching job because of that. And I think it gives him a more administrative role over everybody. And that, in the end, should affect every single facet of the game positively. And you got guys coming back like great Jarrett Stidham who I mean it it might end up being one of his 
uh, greatest quarterbacks. Heisman. Jared Sayers. Well, um, all right. Yeah, I mean, he he's uh, he's I mean, he's got so much to work for uh, this year. I mean, there's so much good stuff going on. It just feels like he's got a great set of hands uh, cards in his hand. I just can't imagine like a Gus Malzahn. He's like, yeah, I love Auburn. I love sticking around. Let's get another seven years or however long he ends up staying here. Um, and right now, the seat is about as cold as it's ever been. AJ, I like what you said about the um, the CEO mentality and, and kind of going off hands because that's exactly what Butch Thompson did this past year with hiring Steve Smith as pitching coach. Butch made a name for himself in the collegiate baseball world as a amazing pitching coach, and he was able to uh, humble himself and give up that position because he wanted to take the overarching look and the CEO approach to his team and be a true head coach. And I think it did take uh, Gus a couple of years to figure that out. And, and maybe we'll, we'll have to see how it goes the rest of the year. But I think that that will be very beneficial to football and Gus's uh, tenure like it has to baseball and Thompson at this point. So, AJ, we never got your big news story or, or, or whatever the prediction was that Trent uh, Clint threw out there. Uh, What's your biggest, the biggest drama for Gus Malzahn this year? Man. Not news story, but drama. Drama. How are we going to use the redshirt rule to get the new guys in? Uh, that might be the biggest thing. Can, the we, thing about can, we, last can year, we play with, all quarterbacks for four games win the national championship and never lose the year of eligibility for them Ooh, that is a good question <laughs> <laughs> well i'll take like, that that later. well if you, <laughs> if you have if anyone went to a day a day did not look good well <laughs> if you, if you haven't seen it over on reddit i believe an alabama fan put together a schedule to where each of their four quarterbacks played four games and they were able to win an SEC championship without a single player losing a year of eligibility under the new redshirt rule. Are you serious? So does that mean so does that mean you can perpetuate their playing at your school hypothetically? According to them? the broadest terms of this ruling, yes. <laughs> Interesting. The specifics Probably not. Yeah, they probably have a clause in there for that. Well, leave it to the Bammers to figure out loopholes and cheats to you know win national championships. So if you want to go that route, that's the Paul. people that you definitely want to look to. Paul! Cheating Paul! <laughs> Cheating Paul! <laughs> hey, All have right. we brought up Twitter account for Bama and being suspended twice in the last like four months? Come yeah, on. That's the first thing to get suspended in Alabama for like a decade. Yeah. Twitter wants Bama. Before this goes down even more of a rabbit hole, uh, bashing Bama, which I mean, I'm not complaining. I love, but uh, you know, we probably should start tying a bow on this um, beginning of the athletic year for us, and what's going to be a fun season for each of us talking about Auburn athletics. And my biggest encouragement to uh, not—I say this to everybody here on the call tonight, but those of you listening out there. Yes, we all love Auburn football. We all now love Auburn basketball. Uh, we love baseball. I hope you love track and field. I hope you love soccer. But you should love and admire and appreciate all your Auburn sports. And I think I'm going to kind of, you know, 
I guess give myself a little bit of a boost here, but like you need to go read my blog on Rowdy, the SEC Network special they did on him. I think it's the story of what we're definitely trying to push for here on a network that this is about the entire Auburn family, not just the football family, not just the track and field family, but it's about all of us. And you need to give credit where credit is due. You need to pay attention. You need to go support every single athlete that steps out onto the field, to that court, whatever they call it in equestrian that they run around on. <laughs> you need the field, to, the field, I guess. You, prancing pony area. Prancing pony area. You need to go support the prancing pony area. The PPA. Where they win national championships because, frankly, it's the only one winning us one right now. <laughs> so, definitely, please, everybody, uh, if you do nothing else, Go and support an Auburn program that you have not supported this year by actually going to a game or an event, and that will mean the world to them to see you there cheering them on. So that's my soapbox. I'm going to put it over here. I want to get final thoughts from everyone to close out the show. Um, I'm going to put a time limit on all of y'all because I know some of y'all can just keep rambling on. (coughs) Chandler, (coughs) Ben, um, you know. But anyway, Kyle. Uh, wow. Oh. <laughs> truth hurts. The truth does hurt. Uh, let's start with uh, Chandler and your final thoughts for this show. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to this 2018 2019 athletics year, and like we were talking about earlier, I think this this year could be an even better year than the past this past season. And I'm I'm very excited, very optimistic, and uh, I'm looking forward to. And here here comes a bold prediction. I'm looking forward to um, a a New Year's Six Bowl, national championship, and, and an Elite Eight, and a College World Series uh, visit. So Ooh. there you go, War Eagle. I love it. Uh, Let's move on to Jessica, your final thoughts. Well, I don't have many, but I'm looking forward to a good year. All right. Sort of sweet and (laughs) to the point. Uh, Ben, what about you? Uh, This is going to be probably one of the best years since 2010. And that's because with having football as a whole, it's going to be awesome. Equestrian is probably going to be awesome again. Baseball, softball, still on the up and up fantastic probably going to omaha which would be amazing the basketball team i think is going to be exceptional and i'm really excited about that and best of all this year we have war horses coming so uh i can't wait to listen to that too all right clint what about your final thoughts i'm gonna piggyback off of um ben and, and just say that this year has the potential to top this previous season if football and basketball and baseball and of course equestrian can kind of keep steady at where they've been and soccer and um, softball and all the other sports can shore it up a little bit and get back to uh, the great competition that they've been showing then then that could easily top the 2017-18 season peter what are yours well, I'm a pessimist like Ben King, but uh, I definitely <laughs> I definitely believe that this next year is going to be even better than last year with the, the stability in the coaches and so many players coming back in each of these various sports. I think we're going to have a better year this year. And last but certainly not least, Mr. A.J. Richardson. 
I, I think with sporting, it's a very momentum-based thing with pretty much any sport you look at. You compared your years to previous years. Last year, obviously a great year, arguably one of the best years in all of Auburn athletics. You have so many great of, of the main, top three schools or top three teams uh, for Auburn this year have so many guys that are coming back. I I just can't help but see this year to be just that much better. That's I'm I'm just gonna say it. We're gonna make it to the playoffs in football. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on the boat boat. I'm on the boat with that. Big thing that you ready, guys? You on the boat? I love it. I love the AJ op- is Canadian now. <laughs> Look, I love the optimism all the way around. I'm glad to have all of you back for another season of Auburn Athletics. Excited to hear how you guys follow uh, this year. And uh, we're, uh, we'll just see what happens. And hopefully this time again next year we'll be talking about the greatest athletic year in Auburn history. Thank you guys so much for being on the show tonight. And we'll see you later. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. That's going to do it for this episode for our E2C Network kickoff show covering the Auburn Tigers athletic year for 2018 to 2019. Before you go, I want to remind you of a couple things. Make sure you're going to E2Cnetwork.com. There you can find all of our content for you, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to support the show. If you're looking for ways to find the shows, you can also go to any podcatcher out there, including SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. And as we leave here on the E2C Network today, I want to remind you that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?